You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Hi, good evening. Um, can everyone hear me now? Okay, fantastic. My apologies, guys. Um, I think Samuel's village people were, were chasing him down here, but we're sorted, I think. Um, I apologize. I... Wow. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's fine. Okay, they wanted me to do video today, but I think the host has to, has to authorize that, and that's totally fine. All right, I was just going to say thank you, everyone, for joining. Um, thank you, thank you, Luigi, for sharing your God experience. Uh, God bless you. Um, and it's very touching to just see how you've come with God. And uh, I, I think you'll probably do it again once once church, once we reconvene back at Ramilo with it. Um, and, um, oh, great. I think I've got video. Okay. Hi, guys. That's me. All right. Um, Hope everyone is keeping well. It's been a very interesting week um, um, in the world. And there's a lot of stuff going on. I just want to encourage us not to forget um, that Jesus says that we're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. It means that we can bring value and we can bring change and comfort. And, and to, to, to go into this next week uh, with that in mind, all right? Okay. Um, also, thanks to everyone. Follow me for leading uh, prayers earlier. Nifemi for leading worship and, and everyone. All right, let me share very quickly and then we'll pray. We'll pray today, okay? Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to share from your word. I ask, Lord, for an anointing to teach and speak. And I ask, Lord, that you would, by your Holy Spirit, prepare the hearts of your people. Let everyone uh, live strengthened and courage inspired by the Holy Ghost. Let truth find its way into our hearts. Lord, take all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. Um, uh, I, so it's a very simple question I want to settle today. We've been, I think we've spoken from <clears throat> Exodus, um, Jacob's story, that conversation that he has uh, with God where God says to him, your name is now Israel. And God says, you, you've, you, you have had you've wrestled with God and that you've wrestled with man and says you've prevailed. And um, for me, one question I want to ask us tonight is, is, look, the whole concept of prevailing, the whole concept of succeeding. So for me, the question to us tonight is, how would you know when you've succeeded in life? All right, how will you know when you were a success? Because that's a big deal. It's a big, it's a big piece. It's a big question to answer. Um, I, I personally believe that a substantial amount of the unhappiness in our world today comes from people who deal with that one single lie that says that they are, they are failures, that says they are not a success. And I, I also believe that there's a lot of things we do in life that is trying to answer that question about how successful am I today, all right? Um, in fact, one thing I put in my notes earlier was, look, uh, success is in the eyes of the beholder because various people have various views of what success is. I'm going to end up tonight uh, talking about a vision, I think I'll call it that, that I had, all right? I wish I could actually share my notes. Should be more exciting, should be more exciting than the, than, uh, 
should be more exciting than, than trying to, but I'm not sure how to do this anyway, but I'm, I'm just going to go back. I, was, I wish I could share my notes, um, but, but it's fine. Uh, my notes have said, look, so how will I know when I succeed? And I said there are three things, right, um, which, which I genuinely believe we have to keep, you know, just, just keep, um, keep in mind. One is who people think you are, right? Um, Jesus is careful that this is a thing. He says in Matthew 16, in that whole conversation there, it says, who do men say that I am? All right? So we, we put a lot of effort as human beings into that conversation about, look, who do people think that I am? All right? Um, so we would, fashion is one thing, what we wear, the clothes we wear, our hairstyles, our social media handles, okay? So appearances, our achievements, uh, conformity to social norms, um, even our makeup, the tokens that we adorn our lives with, uh, the rankings that we get, um, even things like size, right? I have a big house, I'm, I'm this and I'm that. Those things become important and we build something about who people think that we are, all right? Uh, sometimes we amass wealth. But, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures, Luke chapter 12 and 15 says, a man's life does not consist in the multitude of his possessions. So how do I know when I've succeeded? Is it when people think that I've succeeded? So who do people think I am is in one place. But there is a gap between that and who you think that you are, all right? And it's the thoughts within your heart. Uh, the, the distance between who you are and who people think you are is a lot of what branding does right, what Brandon speaks to. And, and we spend and invest quite a lot of energy in our lives trying to sort that question out, all right? Um, and it's, it's, as Christians, is that where we should define our success in? Is that when we know we've prevailed? In First Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7, uh, God says to the prophet Samuel, he says, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature. He says, because I have refused him. God does not say that his physical stature or his appearance doesn't matter, no. Because when you go down 1 Samuel 16, you go down a bit all the way to verse 12, when they talk about David, they say David is good looking. He's got bright eyes. He's, you know, so, which means he's not smoking weed. So his eyes are bright, all right? Uh, uh, so, so his appearance was not a disqualification. But God looks beyond the external. So when would you believe that you are successful? That, that's the question I want us to pray about today. Is it when people think that you are successful? Because that will be about your brand, right? It will be around who people think you are, what your reputation is. I like how Jesus speaks to a church. You might remember this, Revelation chapter 3, I think verse 1, the church in Sardis. He says to them, he says, look, guys, you have a name that you are alive. He says, but you are dead. I call that the zone of deception, right? The zone in which you are, where there is a difference between uh, who people think you are and who you are. In fact, you've even moved to the place where you actually then believe the narrative that you've sold to, to the crowd. And, and there's a slight, I think there's a third dimension. And that is who God knows that you are. So there's who people think you are. There's who you think you are. And there's who God knows that you are. 
I believe the difference between who we think we are and who God believes that we are and knows that we are is about our Christian identity. And I want to speak about that dissonance where there is something God believes concerning us as Christians, as people, but it is different from our experience in him. Preparing for this, I realized that success in God is prophetic. Success in God is progressive. Success in God is counterintuitive. That when God says and thinks about us, when he thinks about us being successful, it is not about your relationship with who people think you are, about your brand. It has very little to do with your brand. It has to do about your alignment with the identity that God believes, with the person that God believes that you are. So he would say prophetically in Isaiah 42 about Jesus and about us, all right? He says, this is the one in whom my soul delights. In Matthew chapter 3 and 17, he says, I am very well pleased. This is my beloved son in whom I'm very well pleased. So, so when will you believe that you're a success? There are people on the call today, there are people who will listen to this, who are struggling every day because there are voices that keep saying to them, look, you are a failure, you are not succeeding, you don't have this, you don't have that, you've not done this, you've not done that, right? And so even when people are marking off, so you buy your G-Wagon with, your, with black G-Wagon with red leather seats, but then someone has bought the newer one, all right? I remember buying my first SUV and then somebody, a friend said to her friend that, oh, my pastor has a SUV and they looked at the car as an old model. And I felt like, what do you mean, you know? And that kind of thing. And, and we, we mark ourselves, we're constantly, but that is a zone where we are essentially living for trying to define success by what other people are saying. So when would we as Christians believe that we're successful? So there's who people think we are, there's who we believe that we are, and there's who God knows that we are. There's a zone, there's a zone of, of, of deception where you are essentially trying to manage your brand constantly and doing one thing after the other to manage your brand. And, and in 1 Samuel chapter 16, uh, the older brother shows up before Samuel for anointing, he's looking for a king, and he says, surely, look, everything fits. And he says, the Lord says, I have rejected him. But when David comes, God says, look, anoint him. And he anoints him in the presence of, of, of his brothers. Tonight, church, I, I believe that God is wanting to remind us of who he makes us in Jesus Christ. He's wanting to remind us about the direction we should be looking when we define success. So it seems to me there is something called the zone of dissonance, right? Where like an iceberg, not all of you is obvious yet. Where the fact that it is not appearing yet does not mean it does not exist. A place where God says, I value character before I value the packaging, right? A, a Bible would say in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, it says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. So I, I, I strongly believe that there are people on the call today who God is saying, look, in Christ Jesus, I already made you a success. I mean, why would Jesus believe 
when God says to him, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Because he hadn't done anything yet. He hadn't gone to the cross yet. And so there's someone who is listening to me today. You haven't, you haven't married yet. Yeah. And people think that is a mark of success. You haven't made your first million yet. And people think that surely is a mark of success. You haven't appeared, you, haven't, you don't have 10,000 followers yet. But people think, shouldn't that be the mark of success? You've not become an MD yet. You have not built a successful company yet. Those things are important, but those things are not success yet, according to God. Why should David believe that the anointing coming upon him, that's poured upon his head as king, matters when he can still smell sheep around him? He's just come from tending sheep. There is no throne yet. The numbers he has on his phone are for shepherds and some, and some musicians who have not hit yet, right? So success in God is prophetic. Success in God is, is progressive. Success in God is counterintuitive. And so I feel tonight that God is speaking to our hearts and saying, would you pay a bit less attention on your branding? And would you let me fill your heart by the Holy Spirit and by the word with who you are in Christ Jesus. And so that when we begin to think of our goals, you know, sometimes we talk about goals and we see a fine guy and fine lady on Instagram who just finished quarreling, but just before the picture was taken said, let's arrange ourselves for this picture. And we say, oh, these are our goals, all right? Or, and that God is calling us to invest not in the direction of what do people think about me, right? but in the direction of who does God call me to be? And so Paul would, for example, talk about this concept about being rich towards God, where it is that the accounting you are doing in your life is a transaction between you and God. I feel there's someone tonight who God wants to remind, remind that in Christ Jesus, you are already a success. And maybe, let me try this. Is there anyone where you are who can call your name and say, look, I, Oyinda, am already a success in God's eyes. And, and, and as you say that, you can already hear the voices in your head saying, no, that is not yet true. Or that I, Fallaby, am already a success because I'm in Christ Jesus. Because God sees me differently from, I see, from the way I see myself. Men also see me differently from the way God sees me. Is there anyone who can say God is happy with me? That the goals that I want to drive towards in this next couple of months, in this half year, in the next year, are the ones that God has put before me. You know, we say this thing about how, how hearing that from God, well done, good and faithful servant, is more important than anything else you can ever hear. Yet, it seems to postpone our success. And, and, and I just felt this preparing for this, that God was saying, look, Christians are called to the place of dissonance where there is a strong sense of success in Christ Jesus already. And we are actually waiting for the manifestation, yet not in the way that the world measures it. That when we stand in God's presence on a daily basis, it is the most important place you will ever stand. That when we hear God's voice, it is the most important conversation that we would ever have. I wonder who it is who is actually so deeply unhappy 
because things haven't yet all happened. And God is saying, but I created you in Christ Jesus. I am pleased with you. I am, you're already a success. There's still things to be done, but that you are already a success. Not people living in the zone of deception where you're trying to impress people. There's so much we're trying to do. People are now looking for weird things. You know, guys are, you know, we're on about size. Who has the biggest this? Who has the flashiest that? Guys even will measure, you know, body parts. And I'm like, guys, you know, people who shouldn't even be kissing are measuring how long they are lasting in bed. Can you, I mean, that, that for me is, it's not, it's not, it's not, that's not it. I sense that God is tapping someone today, he's tapping us as a church, as Jesus followers. And he's saying, would you, would you wake up? Let me tell you about this vision, what I mean by, and I call it vision, it sounds very, but let me tell you what this vision was. I was praying for someone about three, four weeks ago. And on that call, I think it was, I, I just went into this place and I started to say, my goodness, that it seems to me that there are two different pictures. It seems to me like on this side of, eter- this side of eternity that we people, even Christians, we look at you and we know you by your name. We know you as a Soher. We know you as Folabi, and we can talk about you in, in one or two ways, right? But I said, I said, on the other side, it seems like I, I see what God sees. But when God sees us in Christ Jesus, it is an amazingly different view, guys. No wonder he would say to some people, he would say, look, your righteousness is as filthy rags before me. No one, the prophet would say to his servant, they are more with us than are with them that are against us. No wonder Paul will say, I think it's in 1st or 2nd Corinthians, he would say, we look not at the things that are seen. He says, because they are temporary. We look at the things that are unseen. He says, because those things are permanent. That there's what people think about you and expect about you, that's what you think about yourself. And that's who God knows that you are. That when he thinks of Ogotchuku, so in that vision, it was a shock for me. The difference was clear, as they would say. So what does God think about you, Samuel? What does God think about Damilola? What does he think about Ejiro? What does he think about Ogotchuku? What does he think about Idris? That without the help of the Holy Spirit, a Christian will continue to feel like a failure especially if they try to spend their time building a brand on the earth. Because the Holy Spirit was given to us, in fact, this is, this is, the Holy Spirit was given to us to remind us of the fact that we've succeeded already. Before he, the Holy Spirit will come upon Jesus and he will say, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And so, I sense tonight, and, and there's a bit more, but I, I need to wrap this up. That God is saying, guys, would you remember what I looked for in David? First Samuel 13, 14. It says, the Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. Would you remember what I talk about in success in Psalm 1? That it's not following the counsel of the ungodly. And this is tonight not saying you will not have things, you will not be known, you will not be popular. That's not it. Because God will walk his will through and in your life but it's saying that there is a different view of God and that if you, as a Jesus follower, as a believer in Christ Jesus, do not find, by the help of the Holy Spirit, that view, you will be unhappy. But God is saying to us, look, guys, that David was bigger than the throne. 
that David was even bigger than Goliath, that David wasn't even his mistake in Bathsheba, that it was who David was, a man after God's heart. I don't know who it is that God is saying, would you see me the way I see you? Would you, I know, I know that you were not born, you were born in Ibadan or, you know, or you were born in London or somewhere fancy or Quara State or somewhere. He says, I know you don't have a, a fancy phone yet. You don't have all the following. He says, but would you, would you understand who you are in Christ Jesus? Would you understand that there are places in heaven already where your name is called with reverence? And so tonight I feel that God is asking someone to let go of certain things to let go of pursuits that do not go anywhere. Not to buy an outfit to impress anybody. He's asking someone to, read, to come out of certain races. I don't know who I'm talking to, but he's also saying to this person who has been battered continually, who has not been able to find joy and happiness outside of the approval of men. He's saying that there is joy in heaven concerning you and about you that we would lean on the Holy Spirit, that we would lean on the Word of God, that we would lean on the Holy Spirit, we would lean on the finished work of Christ Jesus, that no matter what I become in life, and I would become a lot of things, I would, I would become the, the pastor of the president, uh, I will do all sorts of nice things, I will close all sorts of fancy deals, I will teach people the Word of God by the grace of God, I will be a fantastic father to even more children, I will do a lot more things but that I do not then become a success in God's eyes then. I love that song. It says, before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. It says, you have been so, so good to me. It says that before I took a breath, you breathed your life over me. It says, you have been so, so good to me. God is saying, Damilari, would you understand that the way I carry you in my heart? And I feel tonight that God wants to restore that understanding and sense of success to someone, that you are not trying to impress God. You're not trying to impress God, talkless of men. Tonight's time is gone. Uh, I probably try and put this together in some more clear form. But there are two different visions, guys. There are two different views. There's what people think about you. That will never be success in God's eyes. And the truth is, there deception, unhappiness lies. Because we would keep on straining to please men who are constantly changing perceptions, views. But success in God is prophetic, is progressive, is counterintuitive. There's what you think. And tonight I want us to pray and say, Lord, would you show me who you believe that I am? Would you show me the picture of you? Because as you see the picture that God has called you to and God believes that you are, your brand doesn't matter as much as your identity does. That you begin to find goals, things to do in the light of who God calls you. Let's just pray tonight. Time is gone. I'd like us to just pray this evening, wherever you are, wherever you are. Maybe just put your hand on your heart and just begin to declare over your life, Lord, show me who I really am. For someone it's just a simple declaration over your life. It's a simple declaration in the name of the Lord Jesus. I am a success already. And as you say that, you would feel the argument within your soul, and that is fine. It is for you to just keep on declaring it over and over and over your life. 
that the things that I see on the outside, notwithstanding today, who God has called me to be, who God calls me now, now, what does God register in heaven? That you no, know, I set of a success in the eye of behold, and the, the, the one we live before is God, not man, not Forbes, not social media. Who does God call you, Ejiro? Who does God call you, Shola? I like us to just pray in the Holy Ghost. Mandele satoraba shatarabragadosh. Lebre mo sandarabadosh kaleba harabrondo mogodosh. E mandarabragadash kalepa ragadosh kalebregadesh. The Bible says, What will it profit a man if he gains the whole world? It says, But he loses his soul. So someone needs to say, Lord, show me who you, show me my soul, show me who you've made me in Christ Jesus. There are people who are wealthier than, than, than Dangote on this, on this call today. They, and you don't know it because you are looking at money. But Peter says, our faith, he says, which is more precious than gold. But, but the Bible says those who despise their own, their own mercies. He says, there's, there's grief. I, I like us to just pray, Lord, show me who I am. Lord, open my eyes. His eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. People who wake up every morning and you are sad. That vision was so clear for me. I realized that that person who I was praying for on that call, there was a different picture. <laughs> there was a different picture. And I don't know who, who I'm praying with today on this call, who I'm talking to is BWS, uh, is Ayomi Day, is Timoni. I don't know who it is. But God is saying, look, hey, there's a totally different picture of you in heaven, in the word, in the Holy Ghost that there's a sense of confidence that should come. I'd like us to just go ahead and pray for one minute. Pray for one minute. Lord, thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit over our lives. Thank you for that voice, re-echoing and shouting and thundering above all else, saying, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. I am already a success in God's eyes. God sees me differently from who I see myself. I, I let us pray tonight and declare that we come into what Paul describes in Ephesians 1, a place where the eyes of our understanding are enlightened by the Holy Spirit. i like us to pray tonight. Say, Lord, show me what to do according to your will and pleasing you, not man. Uh, show me life that is bigger than my brand. Someone is praying, Lord, let me come into new joy. I've been unhappy because I didn't have a car. But God says your life is bigger than a car. You are not a car. You are not a house. You are not a marriage. You are not a job. God says you are created in Christ Jesus unto good works. He says you are carrying my nature. You are my representative on earth. He says you are the one I love. He says, and that is big enough. That is big enough. I like us to just pray. Holy Spirit, help that dissonance in someone's heart today. Help that confusion, help that, help that person who is living in a place where they are having to put up an appearance for someone else. I like us to pray for healing. I like us to pray for fresh vision, for eyes that see, for ears that hear, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I like us to pray for an outpouring of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that his success, God's success is prophetic, it's progressive, it's counterintuitive. Le mor rabadash kale bragadosh kale baharabonda magada e le broshata nebra esko robra banda makale borosh karibragada. 
For someone, and I please, I know it's, we've taken a bit more time, but will you just pray over your life and call your name and say, I am a success in the name of Jesus already now. I am a success in the name of Jesus. As you, That is a stronghold you are breaking. That is a thousand demons you are chasing away. I am a success now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am not waiting for tomorrow. I am a success already in God. Would you just say that already over your life? And that is deliverance on this call tonight for someone already. For someone already. For someone already. So when he says, when would you know that you've succeeded? He's saying, when would you take your position in Christ Jesus? Our Father, tonight I pray for everyone at Life Point. I pray for us. I thank you because in Christ Jesus, you created beautiful, beautiful children. You created beautiful ones. I thank you, Lord, because we live in the tension between what people think of us, who we think of ourselves, and Lord, who you know that we are. Tonight, Lord, we bow before you. We bow our lives before you and we confess that a beautiful God creates wonderful children. And so we declare we are successes already manifesting the work of God in our lives. I pray for that person who might have been feeling suicidal, that person who has been battling with condemnation, that person who is battling with guilt, that person who is battling with a sense of worthlessness. Baba, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that light comes, the darkness cannot comprehend it, that they wake up tomorrow morning hearing what you say about us. I pray for courage. I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray for boldness. I pray for an assurance. I pray for heaven to be clear to them, for them to understand that this is just a phase. I pray for crowns to appear, to be visible. I pray for angelic intervention. I pray for grace to be manifested. I pray for joy to overflow. Father, I thank you. I give you all praise in Jesus' mighty name. Guys, thank you so much. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. And uh, we're still here next Saturday, I think. We have a workers' call on Tuesday. Um, and I want all leaders to stay behind after this call. But guys, please take this seriously. Um, I do believe that God has called us uh, to a life where we are not, we're not trying to, we're not under, we're not behaving like we are failures. I believe that there are people who God is anointed in Christ Jesus as successes. Love everyone and I would speak to us soon. Okay, God bless you. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.